Passion, drive, and patience. What brings home the winning trophy is also what keeps your ride or die alive. eBay Motors has everything you need to maintain your vehicle and level it up to peak performance. From superchargers, roof racks, exhaust kits, LED headlights, and more. Whether you're into speed, power, or style, eBay Motors has got you covered. With over 122 million parts for your number one ride or die, you'll always find exactly what you're looking for. And with eBay Guaranteed Fit, your part is guaranteed to fit your ride every time or your money back. Because with eBay Motors, you're burning rubber, not cash. With all the parts you need at the prices you want, it's easy to turn your car into the MVP and bring home that win. Keep your ride or die alive at ebaymotors.com. That's ebaymotors.com. Eligible items only. Exclusions apply. Again, that's ebaymotors.com. Enjoy all your favorite sports like never before at BetMGM. Sign up using code CHAMPION and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. When you register with BetMGM, you'll get instant access to a variety of parlay selection features, live betting options, and the best daily promotions in the business. And with BetMGM at your fingertips, every play and every game matters more than ever. Remember to use code CHAMPION and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet, place your money line, prop, or parlay bets with the king of sportsbooks today. BetMGM and GameSense remind you to play responsibly. See BetMGM.com for terms. 21 plus only. Virginia only. New customer offer subject to eligibility requirements. Rewards are non-withdrawable bonus bets that expire in seven days. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. Promotion, promotional offer not available in Washington, D.C., What's up, you guys? Sean Ross Sapp. Welcome to Fightful. It is February 20th, 2023. We're here to talk WWE Raw. We've got Denise Salcedo here. Denise, how you doing? I'm doing good. Actually, my eyeballs are hurting today, though, because I've been wow. on the internet all day. So I didn't even turn on my light today because like, my eyeballs are hurting. My God. Your eyeballs are hurting, Denise. Yes. Well, you know what? You know what to make him feel better? FightfulSelect.com. We had the full rundown of tonight's show on FightfulSelect.com. We got an update on Trish Stratus. We had it earlier, but we'll cover it uh, tonight. We also had today uh, an update on a recent plan to have the demon Finn Balor back and how some in WWE felt about it. But we're here talking WWE Raw. But hey, you know what? Over on FightfulSelect.com, the best $5 in the business, Alex and Kate are doing a post-show as well. They covered uh, Elimination Chamber. You will like it. Just give it a shot. But right now, while you're here, leave a thumbs up. Tap that subscription button right there. We got interviews uh, with Zicky Dice today, Mia Yim yesterday. Uh, you know, unfortunately, Mia Yim yesterday. Uh, Street Profits tomorrow. We got a bunch more coming this week. Davey Boy Smith Jr. this week. All kinds of content here at YouTube dot com slash fightful i believe jimmy van is back this week so we got the list in your boy all that good stuff but hey if you want to get your question or statement read on the air 
donate a super chat here at youtube.com slash fightful or you can head over to humperchats.com leave them before we go on the air while we go on the air uh man with even says paywall grapsity worth the five dollars alone yeah grapsity doesn't ask grapsity every two weeks so it is uh, a good time sometimes they go a couple hours on there but we got Denise here with us tonight. We got WWE Raw. Denise, this felt, again, like a missable show. And before somebody in, in the comments goes, yeah, you're going to mention like seven things that you like on this show. It still felt like if, for example, I watched you do a review on this show after Raw, I'd be like, all right, I get it. There were a few things that happened, but I could have watched this in 40 minutes. You know, I actually kind of have to disagree a little bit, Sean. I did like this. Yeah, I know. I thought you were kidding. I, usually I'm the first person to be like, this shit was boring today. But I actually Round enjoyed, two. I enjoyed Raw today. Can I just say like, yeah, I get what you mean. It was like you you can just listen to the review and no big deal. You're all caught up. I, would, I do agree that maybe it was missable in the sense that you didn't have to absolutely watch it. But I actually did enjoy today's show. I thought that there was a lot of WrestleMania stuff that you might want to be caught up on and whatnot yeah. and there was a couple of matches that i enjoyed on today's show a couple of promos that i enjoyed um yeah i wasn't expecting well, you for you to say that it was i mean there, there's some stuff that i liked but um i i felt like like after the first segment especially that i was like all right but like you got uh, all, G- which you got all that you like cared about in the first segment yeah yeah uh, thank you to David Weissman for becoming a YouTube member. G Bro says adrenaline. I took a nap. We're all here for SRS. And Aaron Busby says, just wanted to tell you guys the Elimination Chamber review made my whole weekend. Seeing you guys argue about the Sammy Roman finish like siblings was the funniest thing in the world. Appreciate you all. Yeah, when you know when when people are like, oh, what's the dynamic with you and Denise like? I'm like, you know, like like the little sister that I want to kick down the stairs. Pretty much. That, that's that's how. Our dynamic is that's how i felt saturday night well you don't know how i feel about you in terms of i how I would care. i describe you as the annoying boss that i have to constantly be like nah, feeding I'm your great. ego 24 7 just to stay you to feed play. my ego when yeah, all the time when all when? the time when do you do that i give you the most compliments that you receive from anyone yeah that isn't true whatsoever uh dan the man says today is my birthday Thanks for always making my night. Denise will always be the best. Well, happy birthday, Dan, the man. We we appreciate you being here. I, I did have a lot of people say that they thought that Saturday was our best show. Are you serious? I yeah. got a lot of, okay, so even my aunt, my aunt was watching. So oh, no. I went to dinner yesterday and my aunt was watching and I guess her, like my uncle and my aunt had it in the background, right? And then yeah. like she didn't realize <laughs> that my uncle had put the show on. Like she didn't realize it. And then she like, heard people talking and she turns to my uncle and she's like is that denise and he was like yeah it's denise she's on the show and she was like oh my gosh she's so mad is it the uncle that i met yeah my uncle that you met yeah yeah he's yeah (laughs) and so Uh. and so when we went to dinner she was she brought that was the first thing that she brought up interesting interesting uh we've got a couple of Got a couple of nice uh, Humper chats. Big shout out to Trey Cash. Before we went on the air, our friend Trey Cash uh, sent in a lot of Humper chats that I want to give some time to. He he says, uh, hey, Sean and Denise, I know it's too early early to say they dropped the ball on Braun Breaker. 
I thought for a while he would have been the perfect choice to dethrone Roman. Me too. Uh, he says, done right, he would have been more believable in my book than Sammy or Cody. Love you guys. Uh, and I'll say this. So I, you know, I don't do the NXT show or anything like that. But I feel like a lot of the reaction that he's getting right now, Denise, is a product of him being in the same state, in the same venue, every single week. And these people largely seeing him as world champion for over a year now. Because besides that small break where Dolph Ziggler was champion, it was Braun Breaker. I loved when I heard that he was the Barclays Center working main event against Akira Tozawa. He probably needs to be on the main roster live event loop working guys like Akira Tozawa and Dolph Ziggler and Mustafa Ali in front of real crowds that aren't Largo, Coconut, wherever the hell in Florida that he's working. No disrespect to Florida. But it really feels like to me that Braun Breaker should get on the road with the main roster a little bit more. I'm surprised they don't have him going to SmackDown to work those pre-show dark matches as well. I would get him in front of uh, live audiences, real audiences, as much uh, as possible. So here's the thing. Now, I watch NXT each and every single week, and the reaction that was going on when Jinder Mahal was confronting Braun Breaker, it was kind of embarrassing because Braun Breaker is supposed to be your babyface NXT champion, and he's not supposed to be getting that reaction. And I do think part of it has to do with what you said about, you know, being in front of the same crowd and this and that, right? But to me, the big reason that the that people are, you know, turning their backs on Breaker or maybe not as interested in Braun Breaker and the reason that I feel that it is, is because of the opponents that he's had. He hasn't had very hot feuds that I think have elevated him as a champion, unfortunately. There's only been one legitimate feud that Braun Breaker was in that I genuinely enjoyed in terms of match quality and also kind of the story around it. And it was, I've said it a million times on my NXT show, which is the Ilya Dragunov, JD McDonough um, whole thing. But people didn't care when he was feuding with Joe Gacy. It was horrible, actually. Uh, people didn't yeah. care when he was feuding with Apollo Crews because nobody was buying it. The Grayson Waller feud had a good start, but um, I don't necessarily think it met expectations. And so, you know, Dolph Ziggler, I wasn't a fan of that whole thing that they did with Braun Breaker. I actually think it hurt him more than people thought at the time that it would. And I remember kind of speaking out against it right when it happened. So I think part of the reason is also the fact that the, the, the competition that he's had hasn't felt hot um it hasn't felt like a legitimate story that you can actually be really invested in and one of the things that people are constantly telling me and this is a huge thing that Braun Breaker gets from a lot of people is that they think he's boring and so they kind of have to spice it up on that end too and so um even though like I was shocked with the reaction that he was getting when he was in there with Jinder Mahal at the same time I felt like we saw it coming weeks and weeks on out based on the booking of Braun Breaker I think that's putting it uh, very, very well. Big thank you to Trey Cash for uh, the incredible Humper chats that he sent. We're going to spend some time talking about his stuff uh, tonight that, that he he asked about. Uh, Hannah asks if Solosco is injured. If not, do you know why he's been off TV? I don't, uh, but I if he's off TV this Friday, I'll probably start exhausting my resources and figuring out why. David Weissman says Braun Breaker should lose the belt to Carmelo, then go to the main roster. I agree with David Weissman here. I think Carmelo is the next guy. That's even if Carmelo doesn't go up before Braun Breaker. 
because Car- there yeah. were there were some inquiries before the regime change. Carmelo Hayes is definitely a fan favorite, and he seems to be like the person that they want to see in that big match against Braun Breaker at NXT Stand and Deliver. Pavement Cut Your Hair says Braun Breaker needs to be in NXT and be their champ for two more years to learn how to face the hard camera where it is. Uh, that's Triple H probably. Listen, I cannot say much about finding the hard camera because when we did the GCW spot. <laughs> I was so mad. So so you told me you told me the right way, but one of their employees told me the wrong way. What? Yes. Yes. No. I'm not gonna I'm not gonna bury who they are because they did apologize to me afterwards. But yeah. And Denise I did tell you, are. I did tell you. you. Did. you and you sure were just did. like, no, no, no. And I was like, inside my head, I was talking shit about you during that moment. I was like, God damn it, Sean's not paying attention to me, never pay attention to shit. <laughs> <laughs> and then afterwards, I should have just done what I knew was right, but I was like, I don't want to fuck things up with what we agreed to do. Indeed. Uh we've got uh, Jake Waterworth saying, loving the chaotic energy of this Raw, just when you think the segments over the camera pans or Kathy runs to try to grab another scoop. This is the kind of Raw I love. Been a Fightful Select subscriber for several months, and it's freaking great. Many thanks. I push it a lot on the show, but I'm very, very proud of what we're doing at Fightful it's Select. because you're a pusher, and, Sean. Yeah, yeah, I am a pusher. Yeah, that's exactly what I am. Uh, but, uh, guys... Leave a thumbs up on this video. We are getting into WWE Raw, and it kicked off with Sami Zayn. And I'll just ask this. Do you feel any better about how things went down tonight? The events that unfolded yesterday and my thoughts of how I felt yesterday remain intact. Well, it it was Saturday. Well, I guess. Oh, wait. Sorry. Sunday? No, we carried in over to to Sunday. Sorry. It was yesterday. Okay, you. fine. The events that occurred this weekend and the feelings that I had for said events, my feelings remain exactly the same. Well, uh, Sami Zayn came out and he <laughs> said that he feels really, really special. He feels really great. He feels humbled by the reaction that he's getting, especially in Canada. And he said that he didn't get the job done, but he wants to bring out Kevin Owens. And it, it was like sort of him apologizing and him saying, you were right, I was wrong, you couldn't take the bloodline down together, I couldn't take the bloodline, or you couldn't take the bloodline down alone, I couldn't alone, but we can together. And Kevin said, well, too bad, because I'm going to do it myself anyway, because I told you that they were using you, you still screwed me over. And I ain't doing it. So he he basically confirmed my my suspicions. He was at his childhood home, and he just grabbed the nearest bird scooter and was like, mm, going Josh Alexander speeds. Uh, for for those of you who didn't see me smoke Josh Alexander on one of those things, he's just putt putt putting there. He, he probably you know he's probably stopping to talk to Rick Martell or something like that on the street, and he's like, eh, I gotta go uh, do this bloodline thing and then he whips ass and then he leaves he wasn't really he said he doesn't care about sammy he cares about the bloodline that's it uh but sammy wants to make this happen i'm glad that he's kind of got to work for it though because sammy did a lot of terrible things so kevin probably shouldn't just be like yeah let's do this what were your thoughts denise i did like the kevin owens portion of this a whole lot where he basically said um 
Because when he did that whole part of I'm done, when he said that a while back, I forgot when exactly it happened. But when he said the whole I'm done portion of it, I remember at the time thinking, okay, if someone says you're done, like this has to be like, you got to hang on to that, right? If you're saying this, you got to mean what you say. And one of the big issues that, you know, we have talked about in the past or prior, you know, just in the past, we've talked about, you know, people forgetting a lot of what was said in in storylines and Kevin Owens, the the running joke was Kevin Owens was the guy that actually watches the show and remembers what actually happened on the show. So I thought it was funny that today he comes out and he's like, Oh, remember what I told you that I'm done? Well, I meant it. I'm done. And I did like when Kevin Owens basically said, I've been fighting the bloodline for months now and I'm fine doing it the way that I'm doing it right now. Basically, you know, implying that he's not going to buddy up with Sami Zayn. And I was definitely a fan of everything that Kevin Owens had to say tonight and I'm glad that they didn't just forget about what had happened months ago when when Kevin Owens said that he was done with Sami Zayn when they were over yeah and meanwhile Sammy is just sitting there like I'm like what do you say fuck me for <laughs> you're so I'm not laughing anymore about that the first time you played it it was funny the second time it was all right I'm gonna the play it all time- the time Bro, with all the Ariel Hawani stuff going on this week, people are like tagging me in the tweets and like bringing me up. I'm like, that's how I feel right now. I'm like, why are y'all, why are y'all dragging me into this? What do I have to do with this? We never uh, worked together. Get, everybody Jesus. be getting dragged in. Oh uh, well, uh, you're like said, I'm just trying to live my life, man. I am. I don't care what they're doing. Said, said Suka says, do you agree with Brian Alvarez that Sammy should have beaten Roman then dropped it back a week later just to drop it to Cody? He says, to me, that would be idiotic. 900-day reign uh, to lose a month before the show. Be smarter. I think he was oh, talking, I listened to that. He was talking specifically about the moment and about how it was a a once-in-a-lifetime opportunity to basically have Sammy Zayn and have a moment with Sammy Zayn actually winning the bout. I, I there, you know, I don't disagree with the people that think that Sami Zayn should have won. And I think that Cody put it really well. He's like, man, for a long time, there weren't any contenders. And I mean, that's something that I would say on the Q&A shows when people say, who beats Roman? I'm like, TBA. That person doesn't exist yet. Same thing with, with Gunther Walter when he was UK champion forever. So like, who should beat him? I'm like, nobody yet. That person doesn't exist. Let that person stroll in and they don't give you a decision. WWE is in a very good position right now that they have two people that are in that position. Because for years, Denise, they couldn't make a baby face to save their lives. Like, it was really, really bad. Now they got two really good ones. And um, I'm very happy about that. Johnny Darling says, Denise was way off on the pay-per-view main event. (laughs) No benefit to having Jay turn. The reaction was in him showing up, which got a huge pop. This way, there's still tension and uncertainty. And they showed that when no one else gets it done, Roman will himself. Denise, do you have any thoughts on this? I've said my piece and I refuse to be goaded into bringing you more super chats unless you're going to give me a bigger percentage of said super chats. Listen, you can be goaded and I will be goaded. Huh? I'm here on a flat rate, okay? So, let's be real. It's a good so, flat rate. So it's I a good flat rate. gonna be, yeah. Did no you or comment. did you not make good money Saturday night? She did. This show is sponsored by BetterHelp. 
If you had an extra hour in your day, what is the first thing that you would do? Read a book, take a nap, play some video games, do something for a friend, volunteer. A lot of us spend our lives wishing that we had more time. But the question is, time for what? And if it was unlimited, how would you go about using it? The best way to squeeze that special thing into your schedule is to know what's important for you and to make it a priority. And therapy can help you find what matters to you so you can do more of it. Therapy is so valuable. It's gotten me through some tough times, really helped me reflect on things that are important, specifically with BetterHelp. If you're thinking about starting therapy, give BetterHelp a try. It's entirely online, designed to be the convenient, flexible, and suited to your schedule. This is so beneficial when you've got that crammed schedule and you can't even imagine finding that extra hour. You can do it all from home. Fill out a brief questionnaire, get matched with a licensed therapist, and switch therapists at any time for no additional charge. Learn to make time for what makes you happy with BetterHelp. Visit BetterHelp.com Fightful today to get 10% off your first month. That's BetterHelp, H-E-L-P, dot com slash Fightful. It's so flexible and it can help you find that social sweet spot with BetterHelp. That's BetterHelp.com slash Fightful. Enjoy all your favorite sports like never before at BetMGM. Sign up using code CHAMPION and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. When you register with BetMGM, you'll get instant access to a variety of parlay selection features, live betting options, and the best daily promotions in the business. And with BetMGM at your fingertips, every play and every game matters more than ever. Remember to use code CHAMPION and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet, place your money line, prop, or parlay bets with the king of sportsbooks today. BetMGM and GameSense remind you to play responsibly. See BetMGM.com for terms. 21 plus only. Virginia only. New customer offer subject to eligibility requirements. Rewards are non-withdrawable bonus bets that expire in seven days. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. Promotion, promotional offer not available in Washington, D.C. Wilson, you sent the game-winning email at the buzzer, avoiding a 4.55 meeting on everyone's calendar. How did you do it? I got a huge assist from Grammarly, an AI writing partner that helped me make my point. 96% of Grammarly users say that it helps them craft more impactful writing. Would you agree? Grammarly helped adjust my tone to navigate tough work conversations. And it works everywhere I write, so I can quickly communicate effectively. Your teammate used Grammarly to summarize an important document, making a three-pointer. How did he do it? It only took one click. When everyone uses Grammarly, everything just makes sense. You made an incredible slam dunk to end the game. The meeting was canceled, and your team will go home champions. Go to Grammarly.com slash podcast to download it for free. That's Grammarly.com slash podcast. Easier said, done. She did. Mr. Straight Fire said my setup for the tag team title tourney for the number one contenders. KO needs a path to mania. Asks Sammy, who reluctantly agrees, although he doesn't want to face Jay because they're still cool. This leads to a Jay and Sammy face off with the greatest hot double hot tag ever. So to Mr. Uh, Straight Fire's point, I loved when Kevin's like, why don't you ask your buddy Jay to help you out? I was like, damn. 
that's a good one because everybody's had that like there's a there's a bit of jealousy in in kevin owens thing but it's justified jealousy orion ben says only reason i disagree denise they have six weeks to fill to mania they couldn't blow the whole load on saturday folks would complain they're stretching this out well i i respect your uh yeah i respect your terminology pavement cut your hair says uh ko's promo tonight gets a golden up that's a shout out to simon miller we love simon miller around these parts great dude david weissman says i would love to give up my political writing and commentary to do what you guys do for for wrestling i probably get more weirdos than you do my friend (laughs) it's bad and simmons says uh but i mean the good people the good people are great like i love the good the bad people are bad they are bad uh, in Simmons says Kevin is a hypocrite. He came into WDB by backstabbing Sammy. If I'm Sammy, I would tell him I've always forgiven you. Well, Denise, if Sammy won the title, that's what I immediately saw the follow-up as was Kevin Owens embracing him and being super happy for him. And then it's a replay of the Neville title win in NXT power bombs him on the apron. Everything comes full circle. Who knows? That would have been we'll crazy. Now Trey cash spent, some good money on Humper Chats here. I want to spend some time with him. He says, hey, Sean, I know he's not going to wrestle, but could you see The Rock showing up at Mania, possibly costing Roman the belts or possibly helping Roman win, saying to Roman, I acknowledge you. That'd be a better passing of a torch moment than the match. Well, Denise uh, and to Trey specifically, I think that him acknowledging Roman should be after their match. I think that both can happen. I would be completely fine with The Rock showing up and costing Roman Reigns a match, I would be fine with it being like Raw after Mania even. Too so you're, you're still thinking there's a possibility of The Rock versus Roman at some point? Yeah, because Triple H didn't close that door verbally. He's like, we have those conversations every single year. Uh, he's like... I don't know. It kind well, of seems like even though Triple H didn't close the door, it doesn't seem like The Rock left it wide open. What do you're you right. You're right. But I mean, The Rock has also mentioned it on his show and stuff like that. But but The Rock like, is like, he's getting that buzz, though. Yeah. Like he has a really uh, good way of answering questions where he's not going to let you down right, completely. Right. He's going to be like, oh, sweetie, you know, like, yeah, yeah. I would let you down me, easily. Uh, <laughs> to me, a great ending of this would be Cody Rhodes wins the title clean. Roman faces Jay, probably not Jay, probably Sammy again at some point. And The Rock helps Sammy win that match. And then you get the WrestleMania match, hopefully. Roman beats The Rock. And then the Roman Roman or The Rock puts the lay on him, all that stuff, acknowledges him, passes the torch, all that. I think Wish. right now, I'm just a little bit now that you know the basically that it's been shut down, that it's not happening at WrestleMania 39, I will tell you, I pretty much kind of lost hope of that match ever happening because it's not like if WrestleMania 39 in Hollywood just crept up on The Rock, everyone and their mothers no, knew. So, you know, the whole, you know, not being in shape in time, like, let's be real, he knew. Bullshit, yeah. He knew. And so for me, it's like, well, if it didn't happen then, I, I my the chances to me have decreased have gone down like a whole lot. And never say never, but I mean it just it just went down a whole lot in terms of my expectations of whether or not I actually see this happening. If what, they were you know, to do it again, me, like there's that's like the biggest stage. You know, obviously you have WrestleMania, sure. you have it in freaking SoFi Stadium in Hollywood. Like it doesn't get bigger than that. 
I think there are ways. I mean, obviously, any year that The Rock doesn't do it is the percentage decreases. Right. Doing it in the same city where The Rock had to show up and endorse Roman Reigns, which is Philadelphia, where they were getting booed out of that arena, I think can play well. To me, doing it when there's no title is way more intriguing because it's WWE. And you know right. they, they just might not be able to help themselves to have The Rock go over but if it's I for the title, there's the really Rock no and Roman, And I was really hoping we would get it for WrestleMania 39. But truthfully, yeah. like my my hopes have gone down sure. way down. I get it. But I would like to see. I think it'd be great if like the Rock opened up the show, kind of like what he did with the Super Bowl. That'd yeah. be fun. But Trey Cash know. also says, Sean, I'm a huge Roman mark. And I never felt Sammy was worthy enough to beat him. But even I was cheering for Sammy by the end of this match. Sammy's giving me real Mick Foley vibes. I think Sammy is so over now, it'll carry past this story. I think so, too. I, I mean, Sammy has always been popular and over and, and enjoyable. And when he re-signed Denise, there were a lot of people going, oh, like he, you know, he could have went to AEW. Think about how bad that would have been for him. I mean, not bad. I'm, I'm sure he would have well, found no, because something. Because it wasn't but... bad for Brian Danielson. Exactly. But or he's Adam one of Cole. the rare ones, though. Yeah, well, but I mean, and unfortunately, you, you Adam at, Cole's situation was different, right? His diff- yeah. situation was totally different. But you look at what Sami Zayn is doing now, and uh, almost objectively, he made the right decision. But there were other people that made that move objectively that it was the right decision right. as well. Uh, but yeah, I, I think that Sami is very special. I love the 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 comparison to Mick Foley. Well, part of the reason why we were talking about the bloodline story working and why it would only work with Sami Zayn was because of Sami Zayn himself. He has the natural likability and that was, that's going to happen with whatever. He's still going to be naturally likable. Like that's not something you're going to be able to take away from the guy. Armandus amazing says Sami versus Jay is the match we need at mania. uh, Where if Sami wins, he faces Roman Knight two for one of the belts. I think that ship has sailed. I think that they're not doing that. Um, so much of defeating Roman is in who is the first person to beat him since 2019. And then I feel like if they do it again the next night, it's more of a foregone conclusion. Well, Baron Corbin came out, and last week, Denise, you were saying, why wasn't Sammy mad at Corbin? Why wasn't Corbin mad at Sammy? You see? You see what I mean? At least this time he was mad enough to go out and attack him. Thank you, Baron yeah. Corbin. Proving my Baron point. Corbin. Baron Corbin is an old big Eric Young looking ass right now. Like he looks just like Eric Young right now. But uh Sami Zayn beat him. And I I like the stories they're they're telling. WWE is doing some creative things with the way people are losing nikki cross chelsea green baron corbin chelsea green is a giant karen uh nikki cross is losing all of her friends and and going crazy and baron corbin is a bum ass but it gives you reasons that they're losing all the time mustafa ali for a while as well this accelerates the Sami Zayn thing and it continues the downward spiral for baron corbin so this made a lot of sense to me so, and, the, and this made sense to me too, but okay. So there's this funny, there's this saying in Spanish that go, whenever someone's like involved in everything, you say, están todo, están todo menos misa. That's basically saying like, you're everywhere, but church kind of saying you're everywhere you shouldn't be. And that's yeah. the way that I see Baron Corbin when he was in, you know, 
with Cody Rhodes and they ended up having that whole attack, the whole match and the whole, no, not even was it a whole attack, whatever. And then this with Sami Zayn, to me, it's like Baron Corbin is everywhere that he doesn't need to be. And that's how I'm seeing right now with Baron Corbin. I'm yeah. sorry. That's what popped up. Like he's everywhere. He doesn't need to be. Oh man. Pavement cut your hair says, what time is it? It's ad read time. And pavement says, can you let Denise do an ad read tonight, please? No. Uh, damn rude I mean, contractually i have to do them <laughs> i'm sorry i'm not good enough to read the ads but you know what you can do you you can model the ads no i hate like, that job i hate too bad. it nordvpn.com slash fightful you won't hate anything when you use nordvpn.com slash fightful that's because you're getting a great deal on top of that additional four months free. They've got those multiple tiers. That way you can choose what you want. Locker, Pass, VPN, all three. It's what Wired, Huffington Post, BuzzFeed, Forbes, so many more are talking about. Shield your data from snoops and criminals as it shields your IP address with NordVPN.com slash Fightful. I'll be traveling a lot. I've got conventions to go to, media events to go to. Protect myself with that public Wi-Fi on all my devices, phone, laptop, desktop, PC, even your router itself with NordVPN.com slash Fightful. Get pay-per-views at a much more affordable rate by uh, subscribing to overseas services. You can get access to a lot more content. You can secure every device you own, six devices separately with just one subscription. You're safe from disruptions with their kill switch. They got 24-7 support, threat protection. It's the fastest VPN on the planet, reliable encryption, and a global server network. If you're a wrestling or MMA fan, especially, you got to have NordVPN.com slash Fightful. Uh, I mean, I, I picked up NordVPN.com slash Fightful before we even had that specific URL, and I saved money within the first month. Uh, so I got my subscription, bought my first UFC pay-per-view at that reduced rate, and uh, it was more than the subscription ended up costing for a full year. NordVPN.com slash Fightful. Sean, I think it, you would get more subscriptions if you modeled it. Yeah, maybe. Uh, Izzy says, pops me every time Denise speaks in Spanish. Well, me too, because I understand everything that she says. What's the percentage? Wood says, just waiting to see if Denise goes on another Dave LaGreca style rant tonight. <laughs> I love Dave LaGreca too. <laughs> Although he calls me out for doing the old Irish goodbye because I'll always say hi to people. But when I want to leave somewhere, I want to get the hell out of there. Honestly, like, Sean, you're like really, you know, you always make fun of me for being like anti social or whatever, but you're like Mr. You arrive and you're like, hi, everyone. I'm here and I'm fabulous. And then you just yeah. leave and disappear. Like, it's so rude. That is true. I do leave and just disappear. I don't I tell anybody that I'm I leaving. Know. I've seen you do it. I've seen you do it. And I'm like, that's so rude. Like, I go around and I'm like, oh, thank you so much. Nice to see you. Okay, bye-bye. It was nice to see you. Bye-bye. Blah, blah, blah. And then I, I leave. It's just there, common courtesy. There have been places that I went, and I'm not going to say where. But then I leave, and like 20 minutes later, I'll be getting tweets where people are trying to bring me on the stage at these places. What? <laughs> and I, Oh, yeah. I'll tell you off the air. But Put it in but, the private <laughs> chat. Put it in the private chat. I don't like but to also, wait. Also, it's one that it's probably a good thing I wasn't up there. Oh, my God. No. No, you would but, not. Yes. You would not fit in. <laughs> Sorry, oh, Sean. I listen, hate to break it, was... it to you. You wouldn't fit in there. Yeah, I love seeing people. I love meeting people, but 
<laughs> Dick Picot Johnson says Triple H says fuck Canada. Probably. And Pavement <laughs> Cut Your Hair says, how come you never do these two together these in, uh, together in person? We did. We did Money in the Bank uh, together in person. Uh, Denise and I also hopped in on the Royal Rumble post show in person as well. Yeah, uh, but that one sucks because we were all botchy and robotic and glitchy because yeah, of the Wi-Fi. If, if we are ever in the same place and it makes sense or we have a studio uh i ain't going to we, kentucky you might I, I might drag you to kentucky <laughs> you fly me out if you fly me out maybe i will if you fly me out and you pay for everything then i will go oh and you and you also pay me like to do the job then yeah sure for sure course. i'd be there of course but all expenses paid <laughs> What a vacation, Bro, right? I might go into culture shock, Sean, see, if I go to Kentucky. See, I need I had to bring you and your husband out for a Bengals Jets game. You see, like I don't oh that's so there could be happen. drama. Damn. You know? That's what's that's what'll happen. That's what'll happen. Damn. Gridiron uh IC says Denise's eyeballs are like grizzled war veterans. They've seen a lot of bad raws. Fightful workers um <laughs> for damn. reals, you need to pay for my vision. <laughs> Uh, Lord Blake OB says the issue with Rock getting in shape is that he's focused on cardio. He'd lose the muscle bulk. He's probably contractually required for a movie. Well, I mean, when he first started, he had to get smaller because he was too damn big. So uh, I guess I maybe. Uh, Zach Amint says Rock Roman at WrestleMania I was make 40. A joke. Yeah. <laughs> what was it? Denise? That's not what she said. Oh boy. <laughs> Eloquent says that Corbin is underrated and he's so fun to hate. I would agree with that. He is Zach, fun to hate, yeah. Zach Amint says Rock Roman at Mania 40 in Philly where they booed at the Rumble 2015 would be full circle storytelling. How old would The Rock be by then? How old is he now? Or thing? I th- let me see. He's 50 right now. He, he's about to be 51, so he'd be okay. nearing 52. Uh, but uh, let's go ahead and get through this show because, my God, we've barely gotten into any of it. Uh, Chelsea Green was sent to Ottawa, Illinois, instead of Ottawa, Canada. So, I mean, I don't know this for sure, but I mean, I have in speaking with her in the past, she's mentioned like she's landlocked as she's trying to, I think, get a green card or something like that. I don't know. Uh, but like she can't go back to Canada. So I that might be one of the reasons behind it. But this was very, very funny. I like I don't that. know how that works. I thought you could go back home. Me neither. I don't know. I, I'm I not the, uh, the immigration master here, but we got a Rhea Ripley, Dominic sit down interview. Rhea Ripley's going to SmackDown this Friday. Dominic is going with her. Rhea Ripley has made great leaps from her promo work. I think like this is, this yes. is a promo that I think would have been received a lot differently a year or two ago. And I think she's doing great. Um, Dominic also just for what he does is great. I just love that he's tagging along, but I, I thought this was good and this makes an awful lot of sense. And I'm, I, I, I'm ready to see Rhea get this title. Honestly. Well, that's the thing that I'm glad that you mentioned the promo work because I almost forgot. And that's the thing. I remember when Rhea was raw women's champion and remember that one promo that they had her do where you can tell they were having her read off of something. Cause you could see like the eyeball movement like this. And I was like, why are they doing this to Rhea? And I remember like talking about it, God, when it happened and it is night and day. I mean, everything with Rhea right now is night and day. And so um, for me, I loved like the confidence in her when she said, 
what did she say? Let me see. I wrote this down really quickly. When she said something, I lost it somewhere in here. I oh, honestly she, forgot she was even Raw Women's Champion, to be honest with you. Yeah, there you go. Okay, when she said that right now in the present, I'm the best bloody woman here in WWE, I bought it. Even knowing that, you know, Becky Lynch is there, Bailey is there, and, you know, all these other people that have accomplished more. When she said it because of the confidence that she has, you bought it. I didn't yeah. question her at all. I'm like, okay, she's the best bloody woman in WWE. I'm not questioning it. I'm sold. I, I hope that they, this. I hope they lean into the fact that not only did Charlotte beat her at WrestleMania, beat her at Money in the Bank to win that title back from Rhea Ripley in 2021 as well. So I would love that. And I like that. that she basically threw a shot at Charlotte for always wanting to talk about only the past and not wanting to acknowledge yeah. the present. That was good. That was good. Uh -huh. What's the percentage Wood says flying Denise out. Sounds like Sean needs to send, send Jimmy another expense report. Hey, listen, we aren't sitting at 11,000 subscribers like we used to. If you guys, you guys up those Fightful Select subscriptions, anything is possible. We're going to do a vlog. Denise and yeah. Sean hang out in Kentucky. Yeah, you'll see all the, the horse art we have here. Oh, God. Ryan says... Uh, this isn't a raw question, a raw related question, but with Jay White losing to Eddie Kingston, who is the favorite to sign him, AEW or WWE? I personally, I think the favorite's WWE. I don't think that AEW is out of it, though. I think he's probably going to take his time, figure out things, but he had decided he wanted to come to America uh, quite a while back, but I, I'm leaning towards WWE. Whatever he does, I'm excited for him. Can you wear two hats next Monday on this? What? Oh, okay. I get it. Mike says, Sean, I see Hurt Business re reuniting next week. How about you? Well, let's talk about that. Very, very weird. MVP is backstage with Omos, and he's like, hey, Brock, Omos wants to face you at Mania, and I'm thinking, no. Hey, no, don't do that. Alyssa Leggett says, Triple H out here thinking he's the best prankster in the world with this Brock Omos thing. Listen, Omos is very nice. We both met him in person. Incredibly kind guy. I ain't wanting to see him face Brock Lesnar unless it's Brock F5 in him like six times. But you know what? I can see that on any given Raw. I can see that on Backlash. I can see that anywhere. I don't want to see that in Mania. What the hell is going on? Jaden Fox says, I hope Brock says no Moss to Omos. I tried. I can't watch Raw live. Ad breaks kill any momentum. There was a lot story-wise to be unenthused about. This one was confusing. Now, I will tell you guys this. Hurt Business was together on main event. Cedric wrestled. Shelton was with him. You see MVP with them the last time they wrestled. MVP is with Omos. Bobby Lashley came out, beat up Elias, said that he's going to beat up everybody. Let's talk Brock. Let's talk Hurt Business first before we talk about this Brock match that we hope doesn't happen. All right, I don't got anything to say about hurt business. Great, then talk about Brock. Not okay. Not thank you. Match with Omos. <laughs> I've got nothing on hurt business anymore. I'm all hurt businessed out. Um, okay, here's the thing. On Monday, last Monday, when we were sitting here, we were like, "Oh yeah, it's probably going to be uh, Brock Lesnar versus Bobby Lashley at WrestleMania." Right? That was the thought process. Then on yeah. Friday. All of a sudden, it was, oh, I guess it's going to be Brock Lesnar versus Bray Wyatt at WrestleMania. Now, Monday comes, and now we're talking about Omaz and Brock Lesnar 
potentially at WrestleMania. Now, do I buy it for one second that that's the match we're going to get? Absolutely not. not. And if we are, please, you have plenty of 40 days to change it because that's not what anybody wants to see at all. Um, I don't know what loop-de-doo they're throwing us here with Brock Lesnar, but it keeps to me, it feels to me like, we, we, there's nobody else that I feel we've been sitting here saying, oh, they could have three different opponents. Maybe besides maybe Roman and the whole Cody situation, but anybody else, not really. Yeah. And the fact that we're sitting here talking about one second, he's going to be with Bobby Lashley. The next he's going to be with Bray. And then the next he's, we're here talking about Amaz. I'm sorry, but this was completely out of nowhere. And I, you know what I kind of hope? I kind of hope that Omaz and MVP come out on Monday and that they do their whole so Brock, are you here thing? And then nothing happens. He just doesn't come out at all. I would find <laughs> I that no so freaking hilarious. That would be like, I just want, I want Brock to no show. I don't want to see Brock on the show next week just for this to be funny to me. Uh, I'm sorry uh, to the fans. Ryan Besco, be there. We, Ryan Besco, we will get into the Trish situation during that tag thing. We, we haven't, you haven't missed it. Don't worry. Orion Ben says, Denise and Sean in Kentucky is like Stokely versus OC for the belt. That would be good. That would be fun. What's the percentage? Wood says, after what happened over the weekend, I need an updated percentage on Jay White to WWE. I'd say 70%. I would say that New Japan somehow is down to like 1% now. Uh, Jared says, Braun to the main roster, this soon would be death. Has no real personality, no standout matches or feuds. Let him find himself more down there. You know, I could see uh, Paul Heyman adopting him in the future as well. That would be a natural thing. I mean, he he always goes for the younger, stronger, bigger dude, or at least according to him. Poor Braun. But yeah, they need to shake things up for him, for sure. Broadway Joe says the way things are working out, actually, yeah, the, we could see WrestleMania night one be the rise of Judgment Day, night two, the fall of Bloodline. Could they be the focus of the 2023 WWE? I mean, I don't think that like beating Edge would necessarily cause like the big rise of Judgment Day or anything like that. Uh, we did report on FightfulSelect.com today that Demon Balor was supposed to be back for Royal Rumble, but th- that didn't happen because of Edge's filming schedule. So if they were to do this match again at Mania, I think they would have to add some real juice to it because Edge and Finn. Yeah, I'll, I'll we'll talk about that later, though. Mustafa Ali defeated Dolph Ziggler. I thought this was going to be like a 10-minute, like, technical back-and-forth match. It was abrupt. But I actually loved the finish to it. It was Mustafa Ali doing a handstand to avoid the Fame Master, then rolling him up with a crucifix. A fantastic finish. And I think that for what they're the story that they're telling... That works just fine. I didn't need to see 10 minutes of this as much as I would enjoy to see it before I saw Mustafa Ali pin him. I think Mustafa winning is right because all that shit he's been talking paid off. I really want to see them as a team. Like, I I don't know what they'll achieve, what they'll accomplish, but, like, I just think of them having, like, a really good match with Cedric and Shelton on Raw that goes, like, 10, 15 minutes for a top contender. I imagine them working, like, Alpha Academy and having really good matches, Street Profits. To me, they are an out-of-left-field team that right now is like, what the hell else are they going to do together? Mustafa Ali has been involved in so many different people. Lashley, Rollins, Ziggler, all these people with no real finality to any of it. 
And I, I see this as him shoehorning his, his own way in there. What did you think of this, Denise? So I did love the finish. Like you said, I thought that was very unique. I, I was a fan of that. The only thing that I don't like is how they're presenting Mustafa at least Ali as this guy that, oh my God, he got a win. Woo, this is amazing. Like they're making him look like, I don't know, like bad. They're yeah. still making him look bad in the way that he got the win. Like, oh my God, we can't believe it. He got a win. Like it's some yeah. sort of miracle. And I'm like, don't do it like that. I don't like it for Mustafa Ali. He it, deserves better. It should better. just be like, this talented guy got a win. He did yeah. exactly what he said he was going to do. When you have a cool, unique ending like that, and then you make it as like, oh my God, he just made it. Wow. It, it's too, it's too, it, it's too, I don't know. It's it's too cheesy, too corny. I don't like it. I, I think Mustafa Ali deserves to be presented in a different light, not the hokey, he got a win type of light so that was the only thing that i didn't like but i did love the creative finish at the end i didn't need this match to be any longer i don't necessarily think i'm on the same uh on the same boat with you in terms of wanting to see Dolph ziggler and ali as tag team partners mainly because i think i still want to see mustafa ali just in a different light and even then today like i kind of felt like the crowd just didn't care about ali either so it's weird i feel like there's this big disconnection between what uh, I feel like some people either want to see something really great happen for Ali and some people just really gave up already and you can't really blame them for giving up on Ali because of the presentation of Ali that they've done for him and so I think that's part of the reason that I kind of want to see them do something different with him I I'm I'm not I'm not just yet ready to see Dolph and uh, Ali as a team but who knows I I'm guessing that's the direction they're going one LT notes that mania starts on April Fool's Day <laughs> We Imagine we all show up. April Fools, there's no show. Go home. You guys just paid over $45 at parking here at SoFi. Well, uh, Cody, or actually Antoine says, do you see Cody winning at Mania and Roman taking time off? Yeah, I could see that, but... Um, he deserves I, it too. I, yeah, I would also like to see like what, what the story looks like around them because Roman might need to be around as well. And what's the percentage Wood says with Cody and Roman and Mania, Cody is likely winning, right? Like, I'm really worried Roman is going to walk out with the win. If you had Roman beat Sammy and Cody, oh boy. That, that'd be bad. That'd be bad. Well, tonight's promo actually didn't hit for me very well at all. Okay, hold on. Just to paint a scenario. What if, what if he beats Cody and Sammy? Was I agree, it would be bad. And then out of nowhere, you just hear at the end of night two, Roman's like, yeah, I made it. He has two bouts. And then you hear, if you smell. What if you heard Goldberg's theme? <gasps> oh, God. I, I'm a fan <laughs> of Goldberg, and even I and know then, that ain't the way to and go. And then he beats him like Charlotte did Ronda. <gasps> at the, <laughs> I think there uh, would be riots. <laughs> well, this promo, it just wasn't it for me. Wait, what are we um, talking about now? Heyman and Cody. Oh. Um, Heyman's backstage cowering. And uh, basically, he says, you know, I'll never tell you that after Roman Reigns he'll uh, beats you, he'll keep your wife warm at night. He's a happily married man. He goes, but I'm not. And I was like, I, I get it. He's trying to make it more personal. I understand what he's yeah. doing. But you know, Brandy is back there like... <laughs> She's foaming at the mouth. 
she's in Atlanta right now, like scrappy do. Like, let me add him. Let I want to see Paul Heyman and Brandy go off but on each other. I want to see Brandy for this angle to neutralize Heyman because I believe she could neutralize Heyman. Yeah, I look but- at. I believe Brandy Rhodes could kick Paul Heyman's ass. Look, I want to see it too, but at the same time, in my recent memory, I have Brandy and Dan Lambert in my recent memory, sure. and it's not great. So oh, I, I would be I a little need... bit hesitant with what the execution would be like. And you don't want anything to stink up Cody Rhodes' baby face. Like, sure. you get what I mean? I don't need her to cut a promo. Like I would just love for like when that music hits at WrestleMania, she comes out there and they pan back over to Heyman and Heyman's like, fuck like all this shit. I talked. I would like to see her say some stuff to Paul. I think it'd be funny. I would, I would love to see Paul take a spear from her on the outside. She can do a hell of a spear by the way. Um, but his promo wasn't it for me. I, I, but I do understand they're trying to go the personal route. And if that's what they're doing, I see why they're doing that. I um, don't. I don't. I didn't hate this one. It went a little bit too long. And I don't necessarily think that. Because here's the thing. What happened last week when, when they had the whole Cody. Was it last week? No, the week before that. Cody and Paul. When Paul did the whole line about, you know, you know. Dustin's favorite son and, you know, Roman being the son he never had, blah, blah, blah. That one hit hard, right? Like that hit hard. This time it felt like we sat through this whole promo with Paul Heyman, but the ending of the line, the one that was supposed to hit hard, just the same as the last one was the one about, you know, him not being a happily married man. And so I don't necessarily think it hit the same way that the first one did when, with that first interaction with him and Cody. And I think that's what it was intended to be, but it didn't hit the same. Tell you what else hits hard. Regular trimmers where you're taking care of those pubes. Use manscaped.com and the code FIGHTFUL. Using manscaped.com and the code FIGHTFUL gets you 20% off plus free shipping. And listen, it's not just for your balls. Even though they do have the Performance Package 4.0, the Perfect Package 4.0, the Platinum Package 4.0. We're talking lots of solutions. We're talking the lawnmower. We're talking all that good stuff. Boxers even. But it's got you covered everywhere in the bathroom. Even the shower. They got that ultra premium collections, the skin and hair care kit. They've got the Beard Hedger Pro Kit. It has all kinds of great stuff. A beard trimmer, beard comb, scissors. Lots of solvents there as well. The Weed Whacker Ear and Nose Hair Trimmer. They even have the Buff Bundle, which is the full body shower kit. Anything in the bathroom, you can just deck out with Manscaped.com. Code Fightful. Save 20% plus get free shipping. You want to check this out. You, you do not want your nutsack looking like John Moxley when he does literally anything. So take care of your balls. Take care of your nose. Take care of your ears. Take care of your body. Manscaped.com and the code Fightful. Love them. Got my, uh, my Beard Hedger Pro Kit on the way right now, actually. Shout out to Chris Gibbs for becoming a Fightful member. Asuka beat Nikki Cross. Bianca was on commentary. And Bianca showed up after the bell rang, but I thought this match kicked ass. This match was a blast for me. Like, Nikki Cross doesn't a lot of times get to go out and just put on bangers like this, but 
she was putting on bangers tonight. I also thought that that second rope DDT should have absolutely finished it. Like, I don't want anybody kicking out of that damn thing. That is a hell of a spot. In fact, I would have had Asuka winning several matches leading up to WrestleMania with that second rope DDT. That way, when she does it, that can be a big spot. That way, Bianca can get out of the old cross-faced chicken wing that she did. She can kick out of that that DDT. And then when Asuka gets her in this new finish that she's doing, this new submission hold, a lot of people are like, oh my God, is this finally it? I think you want to maximize those. But despite that, uh, I thought this match was was a blast. What did you think of this? So this was definitely on the better side of things because we haven't really seen them do much with Nikki in terms of she's just been kind of creeping up in the back. And today was the first time we actually got some follow-up to that story, but we went a really long time from the character change from Nikki A.S.H. to Nikki Cross to where we are now. There's little things that have happened, but it's been very far and few in between. Today kind of felt like the first time where I actually felt we were going in some sort of direction with Nikki Cross. So for me, I'm thinking, okay, this is going a little bit differently than what I expected, um, as I'm sure you'll recover with what happened with her and Candice. But the match was fine. Yes. Jake Waterworth says it seems like WWE are trying to set up another monster title run for Asuka, which sounds great. But my concern is, what do you do once you beat her again? What's the right way to book a monster after they've been beaten? Could ask the same for Roman. Well, I mean, that's been the like one of the big things in pro wrestling in general. It's like, well, what happens after Vader loses? What happens after Yokozuna loses? What happens after uh, you? What happened after Omos lost? Well. Not much. <laughs> I wasn't expecting you to throw in Omaha's on there. I mean, like these these monsters. Now, granted, those were you know oversized people. Uh, that, that's not what Oscar is, but uh, it's that's the the struggle in a lot of the follow up. Orion Ben says the highlighted tonight was uh, the ladies and Alpha Academy. Well, let's talk about the ladies a little bit more. Candace is being interviewed backstage, and Nikki comes running off and whispers to her. Uh, Candace says that it's because all of her friends are gone. She's alone. KE775 says, where's this going? And the line drive says, I don't know why, but the Gargano's gimmick being the people who become the adopted family for all the weird forgotten, misunderstand, misunderstood wrestlers is the sweetest gimmick in wrestling. Nikki and Loomis. I actually really like that. This very normal, cohesive, like, they're they're literally parents, but just remarkably normal father and mother that adopt a lot of people that just don't necessarily have somebody. I think that's an interesting dynamic that maybe we haven't seen before, Denise. I didn't even pick up on that until like right now that it was mentioned. So it does make it feel a little bit better. But I'm wondering, like with Nikki, is she supposed to be like emo now? Is that what they're going to do to her? She's going to be like emotionally distressed because that's what she looked like to me on today's uh you know when she's like whispering to candace and i did like that candace was like showing concern where like one minute she was frightened frightened by nikki or you know maybe a little irritated by nikki whereas she completely changed her direction immediately after and was like hmm where it went from like off-putting to concerning i like that yeah but i do want to see them not i don't here's the thing with nikki cross though and with candace and all of this is that they start something and then they don't really follow up on it. 
And I want to make sure that they actually follow up on this to the point where it doesn't drag out too much. Cause that's what I feel they've been doing. Yeah, I, I would agree. Uh, what's the percentage wood says, do you think this Nikki thing leads to EY coming back possibly? And uh, Candace said that, uh, that Johnny will be back sooner than later. Carmella is backstage. She's going to face Asuka next week. She looks so good. Oh my God. Yeah. Carmella, I was like, I need to screenshot her, put her picture right in my refrigerator so that I double check when I go and get some snacks <laughs> because she looks so good. Seth Rollins defeated The Miz. The Miz had a little something extra tonight. Now, he had he had Maurice with him. Maybe he's trying to impress her. I don't know what the hell's going on. But they got some announcement coming up. Ms. Maurice is always great. I want to shout out Kathy Kelly. I thought she played off of them really, really well as well. But Miz, like in this match with Seth Rollins, was like he had some extra jump in his step. Like I've not, not seen an him extra perform pep in his step. Yeah, whatever. I don't give a shit. But he <laughs> hasn't performed that well in the ring. I feel like in a long time, and you know, not necessarily terrible performances or anything. But tonight was really, really good. I was ready to hate this match. I was like, uh, when I saw that it was announced, I was like, I don't care. I know I'm supposed to care, but I don't care. And I was ready to hate it. And then I was watching it and I was like, oh shit. Like for a split second, I forgot I was watching The Miz, <laughs> honestly. <laughs> and then I was like, oh yeah, you're watching The Miz. And it wasn't bad at all. I agree. I noticed a little difference in The Miz and I thought this was pretty, that was pretty okay. I liked it. Yeah. Uh, Seth Rollins gets the win. You know Seth Rollins is getting the win here. It ain't going to be anybody else. But he he added a little bit extra there as well, like a couple stomps. Uh, I thought that Miz did just really, really good tonight as well. Uh, Daniel Brown says, shout out Maurice looking three fire emojis. Also rank these baby faces in order, if you don't mind. Sammy, Rollins, and Cody. Am I crazy to think Cody might be three right now? That's how I'd have them ranked, and there's that's nothing against Cody. Uh, I just think that Seth is really, really killing it right now as well. Yeah, he is. Um, and that's uh, I think that they're all three very, very good. I would stick with that ranking too. Sean says, "What percentage do you give Roman of retaining at Mania?" Fifteen percent. I'd say fifteen percent. Th- I wouldn't say zero for anything. I'm going with okay, fine, zero point five. <laughs> Chris Gibbs says, you don't have a Heyman. Is that a possible swerve on Roman? Ooh, what do you think, Denise? We always see swerves with Paul Heyman, and he betrays this person, goes with the other person. We have seen it, been there, yeah. done that. The Dick Burns Show says, my two bucks says the big announcement is the third kid. I mean, it might be. Might be. I, I thought they already had three kids. Didn't we have two? I don't know. I thought they I had know. more than that. I don't pay attention to stuff like that. Hmm. Well, you didn't backstage. watch Nikki Bella says I do. Uh-uh, I don't. Oh, I did. Um, I watched the whole full part, four part series. I was really got, into it. And I don't watch got, reality TV. We got um, the Alpha Academy backstage with Bronson Reed, which leads to a match. Bronson Reed defeats Chad Gable pretty quickly, but maximum male models are ringside doing their recruiting. This was a fun, quick match. Like we saw that, that, quick power slam but we saw the chad gable german suplex now chad gable not only did the german suplex did it with a perfect bridge a lot of people do it where they like sort of pin themselves but chad gable was looking incredible here 
What you got a weird look on your face? What's going on? I was so mad because they the every it was too short. It was too short. <laughs> I was like ready for a full on like at least I don't know how long it was, but I was expecting way more, way more time between Bronson and Chad Gable because I loved everything that we saw in this match. Um, everything, but I felt like I was I was chipped a little bit. I wanted more. I'm sorry. I was a little bit disappointed when I, when the match ended. I was like, no. Yeah, I do want more out of this. And it is a bummer because, you know, it based felt on like the way a preview, that, Sean, that's what it felt like a preview. And based on the way that Triple H books, we probably won't see this again for a while. Like, that's the why do you think I was upset? I was like, oh, <laughs> no. Pavement Cut Your Hair says, any contracts coming up by or after WrestleMania? Not that I know. Uh, most people are contracted well through it. Will Rivera says, hey guys, long time and first time, or long time viewer, first time humper. Please say this is, Kat, is Gable Wood. Chad Gable just got smooshed. Okay, that's pretty good. <laughs> smooshed. That's cute. Like that. Yeah, smooshed. Aftermath says the Miz will probably have a baby boy. Man, what are we doing here? Having gender reveals? Gender reveals? <laughs> Wait, did you say gender or ginger reveals? Gender. You did not say gender. Oh my God. Yeah, gender. Yeah. You always make fun of me when I don't pronounce things correctly. Oscar needs no that excuse, belt, Sean. says not so magical Mike. She can feud and dish out bangers with people like Becky, Bianca, Candace, Liv, Eo, Mako, Satamora. No problem. Yeah, she can. But I mean, so can Bianca. I mean, she can she can do that, but um, I, I mean, Bianca has had the title for a year, so maybe it is Asuka's time. Ding dong, hello. So this is an interesting one. Trish Stratus was supposed to be on this show. FightfulSelect.com reported that it was originally the plan. She was there and left. Don't know why. Don't know the contacts. Don't know anything. When I asked, hey, what's going on? I was told, just a creative change. It was kind of downplayed, but this segment was, it seemed very last minute and thrown together. Now, some notes. I love that Becky, even though she's the man again, she's still doing like her outside the box style stuff because I think that's really cool. But this did seem like very quickly put together. And all of a sudden next week, Lita and Becky Lynch are challenging for the tag titles. What? They're throwing me for a loop here because I was under the assumption that we were going to get Becky, Lita, Trish, and uh, Damage Control, right? Like, that's what we were leading to, right? So then when they did the whole – when 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 Bailey was saying, oh, she doesn't have friends, she doesn't have friends, I'm like, okay, clearly Lita's going to come out, and then maybe Trish is going to come out too. So that's what I was expecting. And when it didn't happen and instead they were challenging for the belts, I'm like – Okay, so are we just doing like a two-on-two here? When are they going to bring in Trish? Like the whole time I kept asking myself, when are they going to bring in Trish? And then, you know, they announced the match. And I got to tell you, I'm a little bit like one, like, okay, I'm thinking there's two. The, the big one that I'm thinking is going to happen is I'm guessing Bailey's clearly going to cost them the match. They're not going to win the titles. And then that'll lead to the three-on-three. I don't know, but then I'm like at the same time, if I want to see Becky Lynch and Lita as tag team champions. I would kind of like to see that too. I, I don't know where this all leaves not, not Rhonda and Shayna. I think Rhonda and Shayna are probably gonna have a tag title match at Mania. But I'm like, well, what is what does this do with damage control? There's a whole lot of talent on the women's side that I'm like, 
well, what are they doing? Because WWE doesn't always just do non-title matches at for women at Mania. I saw a couple people thinking that we're probably going to see Lita and and Becky if they win the titles up against uh, Ronda and Shayna. I don't want that. I feel like excluding Bailey from this whole story that she's been doing with Becky Lynch is a disservice to Bailey. I want to see them do the three on three or I don't know what, man. But I'm a little bit like confused here on which direction they're really going to go in. Because I part because honestly, what what I primarily want to see is I do want to I want both. I want to see the three on three, but I also want to see Becky and yeah. Alita as, as tag team champions. We've got Astros J saying Becky Lita versus Trish Bailey at Mania, Damage Control versus Ronda Shayna. I mean, we'll we'll kind of see how that all plays out, but I don't know any definitive plans. And Megan asks if they're doing Trish Lee to Becky versus Damage Control. That would make sense too. Uh, but KE seven seven five says guessing Trish costs Becky and Lita next week, and we get some form of some form of Becky versus Trish at Mania. Uh, you know, I honestly, based on some some things that some chatter that I had heard, had heard that Lita and Trish, or, or sorry, Trish and Becky was sort of uh, pitched about at one point, but I don't know how how solid that is. Edge is backstage, and he says, you know what? I want a title. It's been a long time. My best days are behind me. I want a championship. He talks about the history in that building. It honestly made me think, maybe they're going to put the U.S. title on him. Plus, I didn't think that Austin Theory was going to win. You didn't think they that? Didn't, I did. I didn't think, I, okay, I didn't think Austin Theory was going to beat Edge. I don't want to say not. I don't. I feel like he can win, but I also felt like some shenanigans had to happen, and right. they did. Jaden says Edge is four and one against Judgment Day currently. Well, they got the win tonight. Uh, at least the the bragging rights, I guess. Austin Theory defeats Edge. Enjoyed the match. Loved the promos that set it up. I feel like we've had way too many of these finishes lately. Just way too many screw job finishes lately for me. How are you feeling about this? I feel like it goes in line with the Austin Theory character. So for me, it's like, well, that's what I was pretty much expecting. Because when they made the match, I'm like, there's no way they're going to have Austin Theory lose right now. Like, he just went through that whole elimination chamber. It was an incredible match. And he won, which I felt he needed to. And then, you know, if they are, and clearly today with his promo, with him mentioning John Cena, you know, that gives you even more reason to believe that we are going to be getting John Cena. At least it's safe to make an assumption that you're going to be seeing John Cena versus Austin Theory, right? And then them also announcing uh john cena for i forgot which episode of uh of raw uh, two weeks from now yeah two weeks from now is what they said so for me it's like i i was looking at this and i'm thinking okay if they're going to be doing this match with with austin theory and john cena then you got to give austin theory a pretty big win even if it is the way that it is um so i was not expecting edge to win this at all however with the match i actually thought it was a really good match and there were a couple moments where i thought that they might give it to edge even though i went into it knowing they weren't there was a couple moments where i thought you know what well what if what if this is them giving Canada their happy ending? <laughs> and so, um, but I didn't want to see Edge win here just because I felt that it would have kind of just take, it would have hurt Austin Theory a whole lot. And I think right now he's still in the recovery period after the whole money in the bank cash and fiasco that they did. And again, if you're going to be facing John Cena at WrestleMania, you at least need a little cushion going into it. 
You know, I don't disagree with that. Uh, I, I think that's a very good point. Uh, Izzy says, all for 2015 Peyton Manning run from edge, acknowledges at the end of it and wants to ride off as a champion. Yeah, and that's the thing. He did ride off as a champion at one point, but then he came back. So, I mean, I would love that to be the story. He's like, I could have left on top the way that I did, but I, I wanted to come back. Uh, I loved some of the spots in this match too, like edge flipping and landing on his feet and like looking off yeah, into the too. distance. Ooh, that was good stuff. That was really good stuff. And the, the body press, like to the back of Austin theory's head was different as well. Aftermath pro wrestling podcast wraps it us, wraps us, wraps us up. Damn. That, What's that's wrong the with one. you today, Sean. It's like I'm three tired. times that you stumbled. Yeah. I might have Aftermath to pro wrestling podcast says such a weird dynamic in the women's division. Do we get edge demon at mania? I think, I think so, but I don't want that to be like somebody saying I reported it also says also I'm thinking late 2023, 2024, we get a Gunther Cody program. Oh, they've got to play off that Royal he Rumble. He mentioned finish, it too. Like that being the yeah. thing that he wants or one of the things that he wants. Pardon me. Man, yeah. there's so much. Like I, I'm really hoping, man. I'm putting, I'm going to manifest it, man. I want to see Gunther Brock Lesnar at WrestleMania. I'm sorry. I'm going to manifest it right now. That's what I want to see. Denise, tell the people where they can find you. Oh, okay. Well, you can find me at at underscore Denise. Is this the right? Yeah, at underscore Denise Salcedo on Twitter and Instagram and TikTok and then YouTube.com slash Denise Salcedo. A bunch of stuff has been going up. Please give me a follow. I'm taking forever to get to 100K. It's really sad. So go follow me. Well, I share your struggles, but on YouTube. So subscribe to our channel here. Guys, thank you all so much. Until next time, I want to thank our moderator, Luis. We're out. Enjoy all your favorite sports like never before at BetMGM. Sign up using code CHAMPION and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. When you register with BetMGM, you'll get instant access to a variety of parlay selection features, live betting options, and the best daily promotions in the business. And with BetMGM at your fingertips, every play and every game matters more than ever. Remember to use code CHAMPION and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet, place your money line, prop, or parlay bets with the king of sportsbooks today. BetMGM and GameSense remind you to play responsibly. See BetMGM.com for terms. 21 plus only. Virginia only. New customer offer subject to eligibility requirements. Rewards are non-withdrawable bonus bets that expire in seven days. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. Promotion, promotional offer not available in Washington, D.C.